0: Do you have a goal, a big goal, a small goal, a complex goal, or maybe a simple goal? It doesn't matter the size of the goal or dream. It's whether or not we move toward said goal or dream. We start with what we have available right now, and the things we have available to us right now are sufficient to do what God wants us to do. We don't need much. We just need to trust God that he will use the things we have right now to do great things with us to reach our goals and dreams. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in Bridget! All right, here I am, it's me, talking about living life and loving Jesus. I hope you guys had a great week. I feel like I had a great week. (laughs) Things are good, things are great, and we're all moving with... greatness (laughs) greatness <laughs> all right so let's see let's see let's, let's get this thing going if you're watching me on youtube please make sure to like subscribe and ring the bell make sure to subscribe if you've been listening about 80 percent or so of people that actually watch on youtube are not subscribed to the channel so if you really like my content Do me a favor and just hit that subscribe button, ring the bell, and then every time you get a notification, you'll know my new videos are up. So make sure to do that for me. That'd be greatly appreciated. And of course, if you don't like, you know, watching me on YouTube, you can check me out on audio via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or pretty much wherever there's a podcast. You search 100% Richard and I'll be there. When you search, look for the beard. That's what the logo looks like. If you're watching me on YouTube, you can see it, but just search for the beard with the logo, and you'll find me there. And talking about beards, I use Wild Bull products, they have the greatest at beard stuff. I use their beard oil, their beard butter, I use their beard wash, I even use their shampoo, and I also use their uh, all natural body soaps. This stuff is so good, it's all natural ingredients, everything's great. You got to make sure to check them out. You go to wildbull.shop, enter the coupon code when you're ready to check out wild bull 100 and own your game okay so we're gonna just jump right into the stuff today i feel good about myself i don't know do you feel good about yourself you should feel good about yourself by the way i just want to let everybody know you guys are awesome you guys are amazing you guys are great I thank you guys every single day that, that, that you watch and listen, and, and I love the fact that people actually listen to the stuff that God's put in my heart to do, and uh, once, greatly appreciated that people are out there watching and listening. Thank you guys very much. You know, it's funny, um, you know, I, I talked about in my intro goals and dreams, big goals, little goals, small goals, all kinds of goals, these kinds of goals, and, and really, what I really, really want to get to today is interesting because we all have something inside of us that God wants to get out of us it's usually some sort of dream or goal and, and and maybe we've been told maybe we've been told by someone you know because we we talk to people hey you know I got this idea I got this dream I got this goal this thing I want to do and then somebody goes just do it just do it like that dude you know I'm not even gonna go there <laughs> or <coughs> or they say things like just start moving and see what happens or they say things like don't think about it just do it and these are the kinds of things that I really ask and I question, what does that even mean? Just do it. Don't think about it. Just go after it. This terminology sometimes, these kinds of words, in reality, in most people's cases, we don't really grasp what that actually means. What does just do it mean? What does "what does don't think about it mean? It's funny because it, you know, if you've ever played sports, I can guarantee you had a coach at a one point said, use your head, kid. And then turned around and said, don't think about it. Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to not think about it? Or you want me to use my brain? You know I mean? This, it, they, they throw these things out there that make no sense sometimes. And you have to try to comprehend what that even means. Don't think about it. Don't just, just do it. Things like that. And I've even said these kinds of things to people, you know, in certain situations. And what we should actually say is this. Take a step forward toward the thing that is your dream or your goal, a small step, and then work from this point of view. Watch this. What do you have right now in your hands or in your mind that will start the process of your dream? Take that thing that you have right now and hand it to God. Because when we take a step with God, He takes a step with us end will use the things that he has already given us and he will multiply it wow that's a whole lot right there <laughs> the bible tells us trust in the lord and do good so this is psalm 37 3 through 5 and this is where i get most of this idea from look at this for a minute this is like just said psalm 37 3 through 5 trust in the lord and do good dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. If you have a dream and a goal in your life, if you have something that you believe is bigger than yourself, that you want to function in, and you want to grow in, and you want to move forward in, you have to have this understanding. It goes beyond running around with the verse that says, He shall give me the desires of my heart. You have to start with trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. You have to go, I'm going to give what I have available right now to God. I'm going to give Him my faithfulness. I'm going to feed on the things that He wants me to feed on. I'm going to dwell in His land. I'm going to be in His word. I'm going to do the stuff that He wants me to do. And I'm going to do all that kind of stuff. Then, then and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, all trust also in him, and he shall bring things to pass. So my question is this, how do we start something if we think we have nothing to start with? Well, the reality is you've got plenty to start with. God will use what you already have. What do you have now that, that can get you started on your goal. If it's an idea, function with the idea. If you have $20 and you need a million, start with the 20 In other words, whatever you have in the house is good enough for God to grow it into your dream and your goal. If it's nothing but a pot of oil, God can multiply the oil. If it's only a handful of meal in the bottom of a barrel, God can make it last For a long time. If there are only five small barley biscuits and two fishes in a kid's lunch, let Jesus bless it and break it because it'll be enough for 5,000 people. God said to Moses, What is that in thine hand? And Moses said, A rod. Well, basically, he had a stick. That stick became the rod of God that could bring plagues upon all of Egypt. That stick could become a serpent before Pharaoh that stick would open or close the Red Sea that stick would bring water out of a rock for millions of people it's about what you have available and your willingness to use it for God's purpose see the goal and the dream that you have was implanted by God if you're a believer if you are living life loving Jesus we have something to do for God we have a goal to do for God and even if it's a business, if it's you know something of that nature, you you, you want to do a podcast, you want to you want to run your own business, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to go to work for Bob, you know whatever the, whatever the thing is that you have in your life, that's a purpose that's put into you by God Himself. So, do you if you don't think God will give you the tools to do the thing that He wants you to do, you have another thing coming. You have to have an understanding that He's going to work with what you are functioning with right now. So if all you have is a piece of paper and a pencil, write down the vision. Write down the thing that requires you to go to the next step. If you find out that you need a bunch of money to get it started and you only got 20 bucks and you don't think that's enough, God will make sure it's enough. You give $2 of that. Tithe on that $20 and see what God does with it. It's amazing to find out what you can do with how little you think you have. Now, this first thing that I mentioned about the oil and the barley at the bottom of a barrel, it comes from the story of a widow woman and Elijah in the Bible, and she had almost nothing left and was planning to just eat it and die with her son, but God had other plans, and I want to focus on her story, so let's read this. We're going to go into 1 Kings chapter, I believe it's, well, I can't remember, you know, we're going to be in 1 Kings, and it's in, I can't remember the chapter off the top of my head, but it's 8 through 16. I'll look this up in just a second. When the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go into Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went into Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water and a cup that I may drink. And that, and as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So he said, so she said, as the Lord, our God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little bit of oil in a jar. No, let me read this again. She said, as the Lord, your God lives, I do not have bread. But I do have a handful of flour in a bin and a little bit of oil in a jar. So she didn't have actual bread, but she did have the ingredients to make something. She had some barley and some oil so God could use what she had. I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Here we have a woman and her son. They're at the end of their food supply. She figures one last meal and we will surely die. Just when you think there is no way, God has a way. Just when you think you have lost your dream, God gives it a jump start. The dream that God has given you Place it in his hands and see it. Watch this. This is verses 8 and 9. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go unto Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow woman to provide for you. You see, what is happening in the background on your behalf is known only by God. If you're being diligent in the things of God, what he is doing in the background will connect with your diligence. The widow woman has no clue that Elijah is coming, but God told Elijah, I have commanded a widow woman to provide for you. You see, the widow woman never says anything like, well, God told me to come out here and talk to you. All the widow woman was doing was gathering sticks. So she had some sort of thing there that said, you know, I better go and take care of this stuff right now. <laughs> Here's God setting up the plan. Proverbs 11:27 says this. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. I don't believe the woman, the, the, the I don't believe the widow woman was gathering sticks just to get ready for her last meal. I believe she was gathering sticks because she was led to do so. You see, God told Elijah, "I have commanded a widow woman to provide for you." In Bible times, a married woman would not be doing this. A married woman would not be out gathering sticks. She would be at home and her husband would be out gathering sticks. She'll do the cooking, but she won't be gathering the sticks. But she had to be recognized by Elijah as the widow woman that God told him he would find. So when Elijah rolls up on some lady gathering sticks, he's thinking there's a good possibility right now that this is the widow woman that I need to speak to because there's a female out here gathering sticks which usually means she's not married, has no boyfriend or you know or her husband's dead. So there's a good chance this person is a widow. So he walks up to her and then hey, just out of that "Quote unquote coincidence it's really God setting up the process after he already told Elijah hey there's gonna be somebody over here waiting for you so the widow woman's out here picking up these sticks I got the sticks I got the sticks I'm gonna go light a fire and make me a cake and I'm gonna do a thing and then I'm gonna die but she runs into Elijah instead so she was diligently doing the thing that God commanded her to do then the supernatural connection happens the favor of God occurs. Elijah, being the man of God, tells the widow, go cook it up. Cook up some food, woman. (laughs) I probably shouldn't say it like that. So go cook up what she had and feed him first and then feed themselves. This is verses 13 through 14. Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. Make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me and afterwards make some for yourself and your son. Now let's look at it this way. Hand over what you have to God and see what he does with it. You see, this this family did not did This family did not have to eat and die. I believe the widow's dream was eternal. I don't think in her heart she wanted to die with her son. I believe in her heart she wanted to live. What a simple dream. Peter Pan says it best at the end of the movie hook. Oh, to live, to live would be an awfully big adventure. (laughs) It does not matter the size of your dream. It matters whether or not you pursue it. And when you pursue it, make sure to add God into the mix. Don't stop and wait for God to do things. You start them and move in them. Then God comes and gives you a kick with what you have and as you gain ground in your dream and begin to increase in your dream god will use what you have gained to give you more on the path to your dream don't worry about what you can and cannot do just know that god can do and move in that right on right on